Yo, yo, yo. This is Tavan, aka Teddy Crucifix, aka your pastor's favorite rapper. And then we got Byron L. Cogdale over there. And this is the He's the Pastor. I'm the Rapper Podcast. How oh, you yeah. doing, bro? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, like he said, I'm the pastor. He's the rapper. And if you would like to give to the pastor. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, Yo, do we, we don't. Can we, we out of, do we have the collection plates? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so what you can do is give on our cash app, uh, Identity Daytona on cash app. Identity Daytona on everything. Uh, you know, I feel like the Lord is saying, start at thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. If you start at thirty, you know it represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the zero in the thirty means that you don't bring Him anything mm. without Him first giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, I I think. Um, let me just say, hey, we don't even we don't even take an offer in that identity. We don't. We should. And if you don't know what identity is and you're in the greater Lucia County area, um, identity church is in Daytona. Yeah. We, um, it's in Daytona and it's in the Midtown area. Um, we hold services three times a week on Zoom and we meet once a month. Um, we're going to be meeting soon in a place called The Connect. Yeah. If you want to know more about that, visit identitydaytona.org. Man, you got into that real quick. You know, No games played, bro. I dig it, bro. No games. Look, I mean, but I guess what I was getting at is like... <laughs> Yo, I, I I jump into like Clubhouse and Twitter. You jump into the club, Clubhouse, man. Clubhouse. The Clubhouse, my pastor is Clubhouse hopping. The Clubhouse app. Go ahead. Bro. Anyway, I be in Clubhouse all the time, and these cats be uh, giving their their uh, cash app all the time, and I'm like, yo, that's so corny. But but the people who put their cash app out. People will be sewing. Hey. They'll be sewing them seeds. You know what I'm saying? So hey. my Cash App. Nah, I'm joking, y'all. Um, but the Cash App could help us monetize this podcast. That's all I'm so saying. So with that being said, what is our Cash App? Because I don't know. We don't have I don't think we have a collective Cash App. No, not for What's the, your Cash App? Not for the pod. I don't want to go to the podcast. I'm saying for the church. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cash I'm not app trying for, to put this money in my pocket, man. Hey, we don't get a dime off of this, so we never, I won't say we never will. Yeah, please, but. I rebuke that. <laughs> Sharply disapprove that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So you mean we can't monetize this podcast? Or you want us to monetize a podcast? Yes. Hmm. That's interesting. Yes. Because we're Christian podcasters. Should we make money off of this podcast if we are Christians? I'm a pastor. You know, pastors have to be broke. I believe that. It, I think it says that in um, Brokelations. Oh. Brokelations. <laughs> yeah. In, uh, all, in all seriousness, check out, all seriousness, if you do want to check out uh, how you can help support us, you could actually give to our church, Identity Daytona. We are on Cash App, so you can give on Cash App. But now I would love to hear Ty talk Put about. Cash App right here. Okay. Now I'd love to hear Ty talk about monetizing this podcast because I that's new to me. Definitely. So we need 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 subscribers <laughs> on this page. Is that real? I'm so serious. That's, that's how much it takes? 4,000 watch hours, 1,000 subscribers. I was doing my research. Okay. I think right now we have, oddly, we have like 600 watch hours. Okay. So we just need 400 people to watch 100 times. Yeah. Okay. So 400 of y'all. There's a YouTube website y'all could go. All right, I'm putting. Don't do that. Game. See, that's right, that's yeah, like okay. false monetization. All right, all right. All right. But like, <laughs> bro, you know what's crazy is like 
I don't think people think that Christians should be able to monetize anything. Like I've I've had conversations where people are like, "No, you shouldn't make money. This is ministry, right?" So like Do they say that about the Christian Amazon drivers and the Christian FedEx drivers. No, nah, because they're workers. You know, what working I'm saying? too. No, no, but but it's a difference in like owning content and making money off of it than doing a job and like you're not making the money off of it. Somebody's paying you, right? Like if you're a Christian delivery driver, you're not making the money. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos is making the money and he's just disseminating some of that money to you and other employees. But if you are the boss, like, and you're a Christian and you're doing something like this is ministry, so, then should you make money? Let me tell you how this goes. So once this podcast is off, um, Byron has to, he has to bounce out the vocal stems. Um, from this, oh no, I don't care. They don't know. You better look it up. He he has to he has to take the vocal stems for this. He has to take the the music that's playing in the background. He has to put it inside of a a um what is it something for your videos to to mix. I forgot what it's called. I'm having a a, a, a brain fart right now. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking. It's about. like a DAW, but for your for it's like um Adobe Premiere or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, just like an editor okay. system. A video editor. He has to edit the video. He then puts that video on the hard drive. I didn't take that video. I didn't put it on YouTube. I didn't put it on Spotify and every streaming platform. Please rate us and um, comment so we can be up in the ratings in the podcast for Christianity. But going back to what I'm saying, I hit the mic. Excuse that. He's yeah, a rookie. Going back to what I'm saying. So, yeah, I have to upload it to all streaming platforms. I then have to. Market ourselves on social media platforms on Instagram, um, and TikTok. I think that sounds like work. Oh, I mean, maybe it is. Some people would call it a hobby. Not if you can get paid off of it. A hobby is where you don't get paid off of it. I'm trying to get paid, therefore, there, it will be work. There's a thin line between something being a hobby and something generating income, though. Yes, a hobby is someone doing something that they love and they don't mind or they don't want to get paid for that. So, are thing. you saying you don't love this? I love it, and I want to get okay. paid. Therefore, yeah. you pay me. And the fun th- or the great thing about it is, you don't have to physically pay me. All you have to do is watch. Hey, my <laughs> only thing is, money confuses things on podcasts. I mean, we just saw Joe Budden. You know, he's they're gonna lose their podcast because uh, they couldn't figure money stuff out. Um, and you know, money's the root of all evil. It is. It says that in um, Brokelations 3 6. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Money is the root of all evil. I feel like there's a clip we could put like right here somewhere. We'll find it. There you know. go. Hey. We'll find it. Um, <laughs> but is that really what the Bible says? I don't know. Let's go to it. You got a Bible in front of you, Pastor. Oh, yeah. Oh, we about to get into the Pastor of the Yikes. Pastor Rapper Yikes. podcast. Yeah. So, Pastor. Sakes. I wish we had a piano. Let's I will see. play right now. So uh, we we can figure it. We got a piano right there. Actually. It's but the on. camera can't see it. But yeah. Pastor Byron. You know. El cocktail. Nah, I'm not about to preach right now. But I'm just going to say that if you have said in your life that money is the root of all evil. We just want to see if the scripture backs that up. That's all. Yeah, it's actually not what the Bible says. The Bible doesn't say money is the root of all evil. Wait, so you're telling me money is not the root of all evil? I would say that money is not the root of all evil. Mm. Um, this is interesting. But I at least... Wait, wanted, hold on. Just for the people, what version of the Bible is this? Because maybe in my version, it says that. Yeah, this is the 
Christian Standard Version. So the CSB. The CSB, but I will read from the King James as well. Um, so let's see. Money. Okay. Where are we at? Um, as he's finding, I'm going to keep talking. It's called buying time. Yeah. So if you have, if you're watching this, thank you. This is probably episode five, six, or seven. I don't know. I lost track. But thank you. First off, thank you for all of our TikTok watchers that have been coming over from TikTok. Subscribing. Um, if you're watching this and you have not subscribed, hit that subscribe button yeah. right now. Like, yeah. comment, please. Share it, please, if you like it. Go ahead, Byron. So the ver- the verse is actually First Timothy 6 and 10. Go ahead, Pastor. So the 10th verse says, for the love of money. Wait, say that one more time. For the love of Emphasize money. Emphasize that one word. For the love of good. money good. is the root of all evil. Or all kinds of evil is what the CSB. And by craving it, some have wandered away from the faith Mm. and pierced themselves with many griefs. So, Mm. um, you know, I could read it in the KJV, but it's going to say the same thing. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Uh, And if you don't believe us, you can check. And if it doesn't, let us know. We'll talk about it. Isn't that a problem? Like, haven't you seen that before? Haven't you heard people say money's the root of all evil? I hear it all the time. And I think that it it it, it causes for a um, misnomer in the Christian faith because people deem money as being bad because of the misinterpretation of that scripture. Yeah. So Christians view struggling as you being holier or closer to God because of that scripture. Yeah. At least I believe so. That's what I've, from my experience, that's what it seems. Yeah. I, I don't. You know, I, I got to be honest with you. I There was a time where I did ascribe to the brokeology. Like, I, I did ascribe to brokeology. Um, not heavily. Not, like, in this, like, you know, I'm going to not live in a house and sell all my clothes type. But I was so afraid of what could happen if I, if I actually went and pursued money and pursued having money. Because of that misnomer that money is the root of all evil. When... Really, the person who's writing this is a man named Paul. He's writing to a young pastor named Timothy, and he's talking to him about potential problems that could happen in the church, and he's talking about greed. And then he says, for the love, he uses that word love um, in reference to money. So it's not just like money itself. It's your posture towards money. There we go. And I think a lot of Christians have a bad relationship with money. Correct. Yeah. Um, so what do you feel about prosperity? Then? Um, uh, in maybe, what sense? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. You think it's too deep to go down that hole? Nah. No. All right. So, so what do you feel about the prosperity gospel? You being a pastor. Oh man, I hate it. I think you go with that, that you know, blunt. But okay. yeah. Yeah, I hate it. I, I I think there is a gospel, or I won't even say it's a gospel, because in the end, like the way that we look at the gospel, there's bad news and then there's good news. But I think the prosperity actually brings good news that most likely will lead to bad news eternally. So let's do this. Yeah. I feel like this will help. What is the good news of the gospel? Yeah. The good news of the gospel is that Uh, Those of us who have, all of us actually, all of us have um, a disconnect, a broken relationship with God. And it's because of this thing called sin. Wait, all of us are the Israelites? (laughs) 
All of us. Okay, go ahead. All of us. Um, <laughs> all of us have, actually, the Israelites would say that the Gentiles have no way to have a relationship with God. Oh, we could talk about that. Yeah, that's oh, a whole yeah, other All right, yep. <laughs> so all of us have a broken relationship with God. Um, that is why even when we're not, even when we're not um, in relationship in any way with God, we all have this yearning. Like we, we all have this desire to to uh, be seen by something that's greater than us. So all of us have this broken relationship with God. And it's because we have sin in our lives. Like I think it wouldn't take much to uh, break down what in our lives doesn't look like what potential God would look like. Right. So that, that's what sin looks like. It's us missing the mark on the holiness that God uh, possesses. But the good news is um, we don't have to work to compensate for that gap and to bridge that gap because Jesus actually possesses all that we need in that. And our faith in Jesus coming to live a perfect life, dying a perfect death uh, and, and taking on our sin uh, to pay for it in front of God actually bridges the gap of relationship. So we believe as Christians that our faith, our faith bridges that gap uh, our faith in Jesus uh, isn't it doesn't bridge that gap that Jesus bridges the gap and the faith is the way that we have access to him so that's the way we have access to father that's good news because one uh, you are saved for all of eternity eternity starts from the moment that you have faith not once you die uh, but the second part is you don't have to pay because we're talking about money you don't have to pay the Bible says the wages of sin is death you don't have to pay for that because Jesus paid for it for you so that's the good news. Got you. So I can see why you would hate the prosperity gospel because the good news of the prosperity gospel is God has a blessing of abundance for you in the form of money. Well, and it could be a little bit deeper than that. Go ahead. Like I think the, at the core of the prosperity gospel is actually this belief that um, one that what. <laughs> To use one of the greatest go uh, prosperity gospel lines, you can have your best life now. Like, this is what life is about. Life is about right now and God blessing you right now. So this very moment, presently, God will give you the things you need or want, all of them, that he will maximize your life, that he will give you exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ever ask or think. And really and truly, God isn't focused on you receiving as much as possible now. He's actually more concerned with you pouring out as much as possible right now. Like that's what the Bible points to. The thing about that, I guess I sighed because everything that you just said is true, but it seems like the, the prosperity gospel is a manipulation of what you just said because God does want a good life for you right now but what does that mean yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying what's, what's the like definition God, of a good life right God does wants he wants abundance for you but what does that mean yeah if you can't back that biblically what that means and you hear that and then it's shifted to you know money and big houses and you're not wanting for anything and like you said you're not giving out you just it's all about me that's where it gets kind of shaky yeah, so. I mean, I would even be a little hesitant to say that God wants an abundant life for you right now. But what does that mean? Because 
like what what does that look like like you even you let me ask you that like unpack that what does that mean that god wants an abundant life for you right now but you know it may not be like physical riches or whatever i mean not i think i would have to go back to to genesis like when when adam and eve were in the garden like they they had everything that they needed right there it was abundance like they, they didn't want for they, they 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 didn't question like what what am I going to eat or you know what is tomorrow going to bring because they were living in the delight of God so they had every, they had the abundance of everything that you needed to survive and to worship God right there in the garden. Right. Um, so that's like contentment. Yeah. So that's what you're pointing to. Yeah. So that's. I'm, so should we not ask God for stuff? You know, like because nah, I'm gonna be honest. That's something I. I I think I still struggle with yeah. um, just because of how I was brought up. Um, even my prayers are a, a lot of my prayers are self-centered hmm. um, and I have to, I have to challenge those prayers a lot. Um, again, I, I'm a rapper guy. So it's like, as I'm going, I know previously, like maybe a couple of years ago when, you know, me and the group I rap with, we started to, you know, r- really start going hard with this. It was like, you know, God, please bless, us with an audience so we can go on tour this that, and the third and it, it seemed like all of all of my prayers were quite self-centered and as i continue to grow um it's like i still want those things but it's like does that align with god's will for my life yeah so i don't know it's like i can't honest, I'm, I'm still struggling with that just to be so honest i so kim Yana and i just came from um a conference and we passed a bentley dealership should i not ask god for a Bentley Because it has a B on the front And my name is Byron So You know I like B's What would you want the Bentley for? To ride around in In the stunt like my dad So you being honest uh, That's what I was trying to um, I'm not about to be uh, Using the Bentley For a, a Drop off and pickups For the church I don't think there's I don't think there's anything wrong With wanting nice things I think it's the heart behind it Like when you're I think it's the heart behind anything. Like, like it, it, it's about balance. If you just want in there, you 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 just it, it gets to a point where you you you'll do anything to get to this. Is like I don't care about other people. Like this is my I, this my money and this is how I want to do it. I think that's where it gets a little shaky. Um, now, if you're actively seeking after God and you're you you know. Um, you're doing things that 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 he wants you to do for his life, um, and you want nice things. I don't I don't see anything being wrong. I could be wrong. So but. yeah, I I mean I don't disagree completely. I mean that's not my style. Correct. I, I I mean Todd knows like I just won a raffle on some shoes and I feel like oh this is perfect. I feel like <laughs> I I'm struck. No, I'm not struggling. Let me let me take that back. I'm not struggling. But I'm already thinking about what else I can do with that particular thing. So it's like, um, yeah, I think you, anybody who earns should have the right uh, to be able to spend in the way that they would desire. But I also believe that Christians skip over a lot of the passages about living a humble life, Mm -hmm. living a a quiet life, um, wanting to not put stumbling blocks in front of not just their neighbors, but their those people who are friends and covenantly connected. So, 
I think you have to watch over your life. You know, even even as uh, Paul is writing these things to Timothy, he's writing to him because he knows that, like, yo, when you're in a certain position, you're vulnerable to, you know, being tempted by money. And I think Christians have just kind of, like, misconstrued that. Like, there's a group that's like, no, you can get whatever you want. Like, God wants you to have a good life. He wants to bless you beyond what you can think. And then there's another group that overdoes it the other way. And they're like, no, like you need to humble yourself completely. Only wear clothes that people have given to you. Don't buy, don't purchase, don't stack, don't do any of that. And I I, I think, again, a a great balance of what you're saying is the ministry that Jesus had. Like, all right, Jesus himself, at least according to the scriptures, he was so focused on, on the kingdom. He didn't have a house. Um, he was constantly on the road. He was sleeping in other people's houses, um, you know, doing this thing. He was always giving. But he had people around him that were rich. Yeah. And they funded his ministry. Yeah. I mean, there was, <laughs> there was some heavy hitters. You understand Jesus. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like there's nothing wrong with having money and buying things for yourself. But what are you doing with the the, the things that God has blessed you with? Is yeah. it all about me, mine, and my family? That's it. My legacy. Everything is about my legacy. Or are you looking out for yourself and your family and others? Yeah, I, so. I would agree. With, I would agree with that. I mean, so I would kind of go against that whole idea. One that money is the root of all evil. You know, some people say, "Yo, money is the reason why wars are started. Money is the reason why slavery happened. Money is the reason why all of those things happen." And I can kind of see that, but it's not the money itself. Money is a resource. Like money is like a hammer, right? Like you need. You need it as a tool to uh, accomplish the things that you need in life, right? Um, but that doesn't mean you demonize a hammer. That doesn't mean everybody who's holding a hammer is a bad person. It just means that they're utilizing that tool for something um, that they're trying to get accomplished in life. And I think if more people embrace that concept, then they would run away from the idea that money is the root of all evil. It's not money is the love of money now let's go to the flip side let's go back to this prosperity thing because i i got i got questions man you ever you do you follow preachers and sneakers no but i've heard about you them. heard about them and you talk about how, how okay. expensive they're 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 because on instagram that they, they'll take a picture of, of a of a pastor yeah. and then they'll break down like the shoes five hundred dollars yeah. jeans ball main two thousand dollars um shirt like, what, do you, what do you need ball main jeans for you know i just don't hey. get it but and, but there are guys out there who like I like ball main jeans and that's their thing. But here here's my here's my thing and I, I'll let you get to that. That is one of the things that drove me away from prosperity gospel is I saw it firsthand and it disgusted me. Like it just made me sick that like there are thousands of people out there whose lives can be changed by us giving, us serving, us being present and. You know, we spend our time and money and energy trying to look good for people. And everything goes back to balance. Like I say, it, it, you have to really have people that's going to hold you accountable and not just people, not yes, man, but really have people around you that's going to hold you accountable. Um, because ministry could be, again, a good tool for the faith. Or it could become, it could be a bad thing in the sense that it's just work. So uh, you you can get caught up in the, um, 
I'm doing ministry, so yeah. I'm doing all these good things. I deserve to have these things. Yes, you're doing quote unquote good things, but it's like, what is your Christian life like? You I've, heard, what I'm saying? I've heard pastors literally say, I have to drive this because, because my congregation expects for me to drive it. I have to get this house because my congregation expects for me to have it. I've seen pastors, like literally, they have doctors and lawyers and millionaires in their in their churches. So they believe they have to dress at least as good as them so that they can keep those type of people in their churches. I feel like Okay. So you focus you focus on one aspect of your audience. What about the grandma that's coming in there that's going to your church as well? Yeah. I don't see you literally on pantyhose trying to be like her. Literally giving her last. Yeah. Based off what you're saying, you getting up in the pulpit saying this is something I have to have because other millionaires have this, but you're not worried about the grandma that's literally giving her last to make sure you look good. Yeah. I mean that's I a problem that. for me. I see that, but is there not this place where like even the grandma wants her pastor to look good? I, I'm, I'm not knocking looking good, bro. I'm talking about the just. I'm just going based off what you said. The yeah. heart behind that is not pure. Yeah, you're, you're you're doing you're doing something for show. Yeah, God don't care about that. Yeah, I heard a um I heard a uh, a lady. She was talking about a youth group, and she said that they invite um like pastors in to like speak to the youth group. And she says, like, every time there's, like, a cool hip pastor there with, like, cool shoes and stuff, they're walking out and going back to class after chapel, and the kids are talking about the shoes and not talking about Jesus. And I think that's the dangerous part is, like, man, you get to a place where people are talking more about what you're wearing and what you're doing and where you are than they're talking about Jesus. Correct. You know, I think it'd be better to have no shoes. Look, if we're taking up that concept of – uh, uh, it's better to have no eye than to look in sin. It's better not have no hands. It's better to have no shoes than to lead people to sending in that way. I think that's a hyperbole, by the way, guys. Don't take that serious, or you can take that serious. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I think I think there's a balance of you can't have nice things, but it's like you you need to know what you're doing stuff for, and, and don't don't lie to yourself or don't lie to others. Like you know what you what you're really trying to get these things for. Don't 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 try to persuade me and don't try to persuade yourself. Like if if you're feeling if you're genuinely I don't want to make it about works. Just you know your heart. I say that at the end of the day. Pray that God is constantly working on your heart. Um the Bible constantly talks about the heart of man and how it's it, it really can't be trusted. So you just make sure that your heart is aligned with God. Yeah. And um so how do you before you before you get off of that, like how do you generally look at money? Like as a Christian man, how do you generally think through money? In this state of my life, I I, I look at money like I want it. I, I, I need a lot of it because I'm I don't want to say I'm broke. I'm financially transitioning right now. <laughs> what? I, I, I believe in words. I don't want to say I'm broke, but I am. I'm I'm financially transitioning. I'm speaking that over my life. I'm yeah. transitioning to a a better um tax bracket. Okay. Um, so, um, I work hard for my money. I don't believe in that stigma that you got to work hard for your money. But me being a working class citizen, I do work hard for my money. Um, I feel like us 
in the working class society we trade our we trade our time in for money and the rich and wealthy trade their money in for time that's what i'm trying to get to ultimately so you want to be rich and wealthy no i want to be comfortable if rich and wealthy comes i pray that god you know helps me to use it in the way that he would because bro look at solomon solomon was rich and wealthy you see what happened to him yeah, i don't but, yeah but that's not real that's not a real good example because solomon didn't earn his wealth solomon was given his wealth so like solomon would be the beneficiary of wealth he's like a second generation wealthy person. so was would you say joe was um because at, at the end of his story he, he job was a back. job was a wealthy man Joe was about two minutes. Yeah, we can keep rolling. Though. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, like I said, all right, let me be honest. I do want myself, my family, and the people coming after me to be set. I don't want them to work how I'm working. Like, what's, what's, the, what's the heart behind that? Like, because you said you, when we were talking about pastors and stuff like that, you're talking about the heart. So, like, what's the heart behind saying, I want my family to be set? Because I've heard that, before you go, I've heard that a lot. And I think that as well. But I always want to try to do the hard work of, what am I really saying when I say I want my family to be financially set? Um, Like, I, I, I want them to be, I want them to have the option of, if I want to work, I can work. But if I don't want to work, meaning like working for someone or doing something that I don't want to do, I don't have to do that. If I if I if I if I feel like painting today or going to I don't know um, sit down with somebody and just talk to them about God and maybe not try to evangelize to them but just you know talk help a friend out or, or whatever like that and I, I don't have to be pressed like I have to be working an hour so we got to make this quick that that I want options I, yeah. I want to have the ability me and my friend to have the options to do what we want to do and I pray that. Myself and my family were aligning ourselves with God, so what we want to do lines up with His will. So we're walking in that, yeah. um, you know, that that's literally my heart behind it as of right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, I I would kind of, yeah, I I definitely accept what you're saying. I don't think there's a problem with it. I would disagree, but um, I definitely get it. You know, I think there's temptation there, though. Um, I'm pretty sure it is because you know. Before sin even entered the world, we were given a task to work, you know, and to to make something of what God has entrusted to us. And I think in a lot of situations when people are given a certain amount of wealth, like given a certain amount of wealth, they don't find themselves in a place where they feel like they have to do the cultivation that God has created us to do. They end up spending their time and their resources on things that they like or things that they want to do or that they uh find worthy of doing um instead of looking to cultivate what god has entrusted them to and i think they're they're good and bad examples of it of it all like they're millionaires right now billionaires they're giving away a whole bunch of money and they're doing a lot of good work but i also think there are a lot of millionaires and billionaires and maybe even trillionaires who are enjoying those resources and not really uh, using them to honor God and also continue to engage in the the uh, call to work because I think that is a huge call for human beings. I think Christians have a explanation about work 
that other people don't have. It's like, yo, before, like work is not evil. Work is actually of God, right? So what's the best way to honor God in that in that way? So I don't know. What do you think? But that's, I mean, honestly, that's that's why I said I, I want my heart to be aligned. I'm speaking from this place right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm like not saying you're wrong. Oh, no, no, yeah. You say that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just speaking my piece on it. And I do agree with the whole, like, I, I, I don't think it's wise to just, all right, when I have kids, just give them the money. I think systems need to be in place so they can have the value and understand what money is yeah. um, versus just, hey, we're billionaires. Here's $100 million. Yeah. Of course, if you don't have the value behind that, somebody just gave you money. You don't. You look at money totally different versus somebody that had to work for a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, I think um, our the country we grew up in, though, like they, especially like in our eras, I think they build a system where they're like, man, I don't want my kids to struggle. I heard it so many times. I don't want my kids to struggle. And I think there's a thin line between not wanting your kids to struggle and like having your kids like have an opportunity to do anything they want. Correct. And like, even if you look at like systems of monarchy like um kingdoms and governments all over the world the kids have money because the family has money they the kids don't have money like so like um you think about like prince george and all of them like